Hi, Mom. We had a game this afternoon, but our side lost. What do you want at the store? More sugar, son. Uh, here's the list. Uh, these are the people I want you to turn in, and here's the family pocketbook. Uh, uh, oh. I need these things in a hurry, too. Okay, Mom. <laughs> I'll take my bike. Hi, Mom. Say, will you let me trade work tonight? I was supposed to do the dishes, but Jane's father is going to show the movies of their trip. <laughs> May I get supper? Well, uh, I think so. Uh, tonight's the family bun meeting, you know. I wouldn't want you to be late. You sure you'll be back in time? Well, Janie said they were going to have the movies right after supper. I'll be home by 8. Well, that's all right then, Heineke. Suppose you set the table and I'll start making the salad. I'll dive right in. Where's the liquor? <laughs> Okay, come to order over there. All right, now the chief... Th Shut up. The chief thing to talk over is, is our vacation. Right, chief. But perhaps, mother, perhaps there are some small things first. Well, they're small, but, but they're hard. And John, I know it's hard to be neat, but tonight in the living room I... I stumbled over the stiff fingers of a catcher's mitt. Oh, God. And I had to take Patty's period back to school before oh. she'd study them, and I, I could sit down in the big electric chair. Oh, Mom. Well, maybe we could be more careful where we put things. Yes, I think oh, we... Sure. I think Can they I ought to. <laughs> okay, now, uh, young... Uh, uh, John. John, John, yes. Uh, anything you want to bring up? Just my dinner, Dad. <laughs> Gee, Cute kid. Uh, he's neat, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to bring up our vacation, Dad. Gee, you should have seen those pictures tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, they they were, were in color and everything. Oh, those well, color people. Now, 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 now last, hmm? did it have the dentist in it? Yeah. I love those. Well, done. Yes, <laughs> Gary Grant mask. Yeah, that's I love that one. That's the same trip I went on. And the nun with the mole. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Dad. That mole is so small, you wouldn't expect. He lives so, under the yard. <laughs> yeah. Come well, on, Dad. We're all right, our let's see. Back to the uh, meeting here. Yes. Well, last time we decided that one of you should go to camp. And he never came back. And that the other one would go on a trip with us. Oh, no. oh well, gee, let John go to camp this summer. I went last year, and then the rest of us could all take a trip together. <laughs> well, those pictures sure must have been wonderful. They sure were. Oh, yeah, that mole. I thought you wanted to go to camp. I've been uh, camping all morning. <laughs> what do you? Already. What do you say, John? Well, gosh, Dad, I. I'd say I don't know. Ask Yoko. Couldn't I do both? Well, now the family budget says camp for just one of you. Now, it wouldn't be fair for one person to do both, would it? Well, I'm a schizophrenic. Yeah, and I'm a bisexual. I'm bored. Well, now, let's wait until tomorrow and see if that decision is sticky. Sh uh, sticks, like the shall catcher we? Mitt. <laughs> oh, John, cut Then it we out. can plan some more. Like well, you see that John and Patty are already full-fledged citizens in their family. They have a regular share in the family's work. They help to make the family's plans. Well, kids, so long now. Hope you had a good time with the Whisperin' Squash again today. Remember, buy for now, because you may not have a chance to buy for tomorrow. So long, so long, so If you would go to the land of make-believe and ride down the curving little road called Pixie Dust Place, you would come to a little house of a little family of dewdrops. Their last name was Bluebell. This family lived with the city of, and in the city of, Diffleville. 
The Bluebells lived in a little greenhouse shaped like a cucumber with yellow shutters. Mr. and Mrs. Bluebell and their 121 children were going on a picnic. It looked very funny seeing the children scurry around trying to get ready. Soon they marched out and climbed on their phenarmidoo. Everyone in Diffelville had a phenarmidoo. He is their means of transportation. The phenarmidoo is a dragon-like creature with little red-pointed seats all down his back. Mr. and Mrs. Bluebell pulled on his reins and off they went on the picnic. Did you notice that pickup, dear? Asked a Mr. Bluebell. Yes, and I think those celery leaves are giving better mileage, too. Answered Mrs. Bluebell. Soon they were at the picnic ground. They tied the phenarmidoo to a tree and unloaded the picnic basket. Hey, Mom, over behind those two oak trees looks like a good place, suggested Mickey, the oldest child. In a few minutes, the whole family was munching away. Meanwhile, their phenarmidoo was pulling at the ropes that tied him to the tree. He pulled and pulled and finally got away. When the bluebells were ready to leave, they found the phenarmidoo gone. All 121 children sat down and cried. They had to walk home, and when they got there, they all had blisters on their feet and had to soak them in pots of hot water. It would probably take Mrs. Bluebell at least two days to wash all the pots. Now, wherever they went, they would have to walk, and whenever they walked, they would get blisters. Gee whiz, Mom, why don't we get a used phenarmidoo from Honest Joe's used phenarmidoo lot? Suggested Anne. No, thank you. His prices are way too high for me, answered Mrs. Bluebell. But one day they heard a rumbling outside. <laughs> Their phenarmidoo had come home, only he had a broken leg. <laughs> Quickly, Mrs. Bluebell ran into the house and got her first aid kit. Then she bandaged up his leg. But, but, Mom, do you think it will be okay? Asked Betty. I hope so, but I can't be sure, replied Mrs. Bluebell. About a week from then, Billy was playing outside with his new toothpick rocking horse when a big foot came and crushed it. It was their phenarmidoo. His leg was all right now. Billy didn't know whether to cry or laugh, but he finally decided to laugh because he'd rather be rid of those blisters than to have a rocking horse. From then on, the bluebells always took along an extra basket when they went on a picnic and let the phenarmidoo eat with them. That's very nice, uh... Nice story. Farnarmadu Liberation. That well, story was by, I guess, a ten-year-old girl. A5, fifth grade. Where did you get that? Uh, Out of a book um, called Let's Eat or something like that. Let's Read, a book of children's writing. It was printed uh, from high school ch- kids. Junior Gee, that's wonderful. Isn't that nice? They do that in the, in the schools, you know. They, they right. give the kids a voice. Give me a pen. That's the name of the book. Here. Give me a pen. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That's a, that's a significant act, giving people a pen, you know. Think of the fact that by writing with a pen, words, just symbols, you could roll that up into an envelope and send it to someone 3,000 miles away, and they could get an emotional reaction off of that. Yeah, but you have to open it with a sword. Yeah, like they did in Germany. They yeah. used to... Inside. Look at this, Hans. Look, the scar. Look at the scar in this envelope. Many Japanese during the war would open letters and then kill themselves with the same instrument. At, at the same time? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The famous Japanese writer did news. that. Re- receiving bad news, yes. Mm.
well, all news to the Japanese in the Second World War, since, of course, being Zen, bad. they knew how it was going to turn out, was bad. Well, yeah. that's Tora, also Tora. because they were, none of them were making their own movies. Most of the movies they were watching were American propaganda films because the Japanese film industry was not highly developed at that time. So they had, it was depressing to be in Japan during the war. You were losing and you looked like a monkey. Yes. Both. It's okay to look not like me a monkey. Personally, no, not you personally. <clears throat> not since you've changed. I know. Yeah, but you, to be... Had my eyes done. As they say. And my nose and your lobbed. receded. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, Didn't and they do something to your collarbone there? You, they oh, you did broke indeed. it. That's right. Well, they broke it for me. They okay. break both of them first before they put them when back When you're in the together. Army, they do it all for you. Yes, indeed. Well, I know a whole regiment of Japanese in Okinawa in 44 had them, their faces changed so they all looked like red buttons. That's right. That's right. And they all played in Sayonara the, uh, four years later when the movie was made. The Five Pennies Brigade. That's right. The Five Pennies Brigade. <laughs> that yeah. was, yes, I knew all those guys, too. Did you know every one of them? I knew every one of them except the guy that, that carried the bagpipes because he was what the first nobby. to go. Well, I don't what know a knobby that I know. had. That's what they called the bagpipes, knobbies. I've yeah. heard of the Red Chinese. I've never heard of the Red Japanese. Oh, yes, man. All those Japanese read there on the beach. Uh-huh. They would lie out on the beach and read Children's stories. Yeah. Yeah. They would read Children's the World Domination story. Weekly, a Buddhist publication which was sent to them while they were there in camp. Yeah, the one the with pictures of UFOs words. in it, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, sure. 